0: speak, unveiling truth for light. Hi, I'm your host, Janet Huxley, author J.M. Huxley. Welcome to this podcast to unveil truth and uplift you. And sister, do we need some uplifting these days of walking in the shadows? Yeah, it's hard to see color there, but there is light in the dark because God is color. It's his love for you. And I hope that you've thought of color this way. Color celebrates what he has done from the beginning and what he is still doing. Color cheers us on. Can you imagine living in a monotone world? We need color not only to cheer us on, but to cheer us up. And today we will hear from a woman who has known the shadows, but who is now living in color. Sarah Bransford is here to cheer you up and cheer you on. Sarah is a fun, adventurous entrepreneur. She began her wellness journey over six years ago in a small beach town where she opened up the first yoga studio. And with the help of her employees in North Carolina, she's continued to expand and grow being able to do what she loves to do – which is to give back to the community and help others. Sarah is not only a certified yoga instructor, she's also a certified wellness coach and certified juice therapist who creates healthy cold-pressed juices to help others feel their best as they continue on the road to wellness. She currently is working on her personal training and weight loss specialist certifications and The best thing about Sarah is her newly found faith. After a long journey of trials and tribulations with addictions and many other issues, she is now thriving more than ever, believing the best is yet to come. Sarah knows the Lord will continue to bless her, her business, and anyone who steps into Soul Shine Yoga Studio. Oh my goodness, is that the best (laughs) title or name for her business? I'm so excited to have Sarah here. Welcome Sarah to Color Speak. Thank you. Yes, I'm happy to be here with you this morning. <laughs> it's so exciting. And uh, we've been trying to make this happen for a little while. So <laughs> right. I know it's going to be extremely important to listen in today. Holy Spirit is at work. So yes. tell us what else about you. What else do we need to know? And oh, then we'll get nice. into your testimony after that. I want to, uh, because your testimony is amazing.
1: Um, gosh, where do I begin? Um, <laughs> um, Just about where I came from. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, born and raised um, Hampton Roads, Virginia, and then eventually moved down to I wanted to be by the beach, and so I came down here. So I've been here about fifteen years now. Um, yeah. Mainly. So, staying, what's that like?
0: There, living on the beach. Um, must it's be wonderful.
1: Seasonal. Everybody thinks yeah. it's really really nice. Yes, there is a beach here, but it's it's hard to. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been to it. You know, I can hear the ocean waves daily. Um, I live right across the street from the Currituck White House, so if you go out on the porch, um, oh. the White House is right there. So super oh my awesome, goodness. beautiful. Yeah. Um, but summertime, we do um, about 100 and 120 hours of work <laughs> a week. Oh. Um, no exaggeration there. And then well, pretty much after Labor Day, it begins to quiet down. But I think pretty much since the pandemic, um, you know, people being able to work remotely, or even if they have multiple homes or, you know, the beach homes, they've been staying here. So the season has really gotten longer, um, uh. financially cool. That's awesome. But then again, it's like, okay, you're kind of drained by the end of the season. So
0: <laughs> yeah, learning
1: how to navigate, you know, um, definitely a different lifestyle. It's definitely not for everybody. Um, but however, I don't think I am one of those gals to have a nine to five cubicle job. So. <laughs> I know. Kudos to those who Yay. can do that.
0: <laughs> well, and I have to say, I do understand what you're saying about the cold, because I grew up in San Diego. I lived there for 35 years. <laughs> and, you know, there were times where, honestly, you go to the beach and you are freezing. And I remember one time being down there where the wind was whipping into our ears. So wildly, our eardrums were starting to ache. And so right. I think everyone has this perspective it if you live on the beach, it's wonderful all of the time. Right. Well, that's not true. But especially on the Pacific, where it gets so cold. Right. So I do understand that. And then when I moved here, of course, my siblings back in San Diego are always saying things like, well, the weather's beautiful. Everything's wonderful. You know, it's like sunshine, rainbows and unicorns every day. Right. But I have to say, like you, I need the downtime. I do appreciate winter, because it does right. allow For rest. And I think that's really cool. I mean, of course, by February, I'm wanting to, you know, literally run from Kansas City to San Diego. I have so much energy. Get me out of here. I have cabin fever. Um, But it is good. I mean, it's nice to embrace those seasons. And so I certainly understand, you know, your need to. (sighs) Ah, <sighs> take a deep breath after a crazy season. It's
1: nuts. Yes. But I mean, I mean, let's here, like the, the winters are kind of mild. Yes, we have gotten snow before, but it's kind of rare. But more or less, you can kind of rock out in hoodies, jeans and flip flops, which I'm I'm cool with that, you know. But
0: oh, that's nice. Yeah, we do
1: get hurricanes <laughs> here sometimes, too. So it's like, yeah, it's not always sunshine and rainbows. But
0: <laughs> yeah, and you had a little touch of Ian, didn't you?
1: We did, yeah. Um, they always call that we're in the the of Bell Bowl. It's for um, this the town, and the storms usually hop right over us. I mean, yes, we had some wind, yes, we had some rain, but um, you know, and depending on too how the faith is, I think that we'll always be okay. <laughs> Yeah. Oh,
0: I, I hundred percent. And I, I'd, I'd love to get into weather warriors and all of that at some oh, point because man. that is, that's just something I think the churches or not just the church, the the people that follow right, Jesus right, right, right. that have faith right. or understanding. Yeah. So it's really fun stuff. Well, yeah. I, I want to talk about how we met <laughs> because <laughs> it was such a Holy Spirit moment, right? I mean, yes. listen, people, oh this God. is so exciting because this is this is Holy Spirit. So, so we're so Sarah and I met at a conference. I was there with my daughter Emily and my very, very good friend, Karen. And Sarah was there with her parents. And they were sitting in front of us. And there were 1000s and 1000s of people at this conference. It was in Nebraska. And it was a faith filled conference. Let's just put yeah. it that way. It was just yeah. an amazing thing. And so Holy Spirit was welcomed in there. And the craziest thing was the facilitator, a uh, prophet and pastor who was facilitating who has been remarkable. I just can't even right articulate. He's just amazing. So so he had prayed for us and had asked Holy Spirit to show up and all of that. And then he says, well, you know, basically to get to know one another around you, the people around (laughs) you, he said, turn to the person next to you and say, hey, I bet you're from. Okay. So Sarah is sitting in front of us and she turns around and her parents turn around And I think Emily to my right and Karen to my left are looking Uh like behind them and to the other side. So, (laughs) so it's, it's us. And I look at you and I'm thinking, and I said, hi, I bet you're from, okay, so (laughs) looking at you, I thought, oh, she's probably from a beach community, but I can't do that. You can't look at someone and then just guess, right? You're, you're tan and I don't know, you're just lovely and (laughs) radiant and all the things. And so, but I thought. Okay, I'm just gonna listen to Holy Spirit. And before I knew oh, 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 I heard Virginia. And I thought, no, my daughter brought a friend from Virginia home for a home cooked meal. Well, the week before the conference, and I thought, I'm getting sidetracked hearing Virginia. That's not what it is. And I just (laughs) let him I just let it roll and I just looked at Sarah and I said, I bet you're from North Carolina. Thinking, no way, because (laughs) She's probably from Nebraska or Iowa or you know any of the places that most people are from around here, Kansas uh-huh. City. And I said, I bet you're from North Carolina. And she said, That's amazing. I am from North Carolina. <laughs> it just it was the craziest thing. And then I said, Well, I just kept getting Virginia. And well, I guess I didn't say that to right, you right, right away to my friend. Later, I said, I don't know. I just kept getting Virginia. Well, it turned out your parents were there from Virginia, right? Right. right which yeah. was I'm sharing this because my friends, the Holy Spirit is just so active and so real. And I just think if you let him lead, the things that happen are just <laughs> delightful. I think he was laughing. Yeah. I actually <laughs> think he was chuckling, honestly. That was amazing of all the places that I could have said, I'll bet you're from. Oh, because there were awesome. people from everywhere there. Yeah, seriously,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, that was pretty cool.
1: I had forgotten about that. That's awesome. And when you said it again, I just got chills. I'm like, yeah, that was so cool. Like, how... It was oh, so my gosh. cool.
0: <laughs> well, the difference was fighting the me. See, my spirit yes. was thinking, okay, no, it can't be Virginia because you know of X, Y, and C. Or it can't be this right. because I can't go on what she looks like. You know, I want to guess some you know warm, vibey place like Florida. But <laughs> nope, getting was, out I'm of the flesh. Like, uh-huh.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. That's a, that's it. Yeah, but, it was uh, weird, and I just let it happen. I didn't right, think it.
1: Right. Yeah. But the other thing too, it's like how bizarre that we were able to sit right beside and in front of each other, you know, for the whole entire weekend out of thousands of people. How do we get those seats the whole time? Like, really?
0: I know. Oh, yeah. We would come back every day and it wasn't assigned seating. And so we would always sit together. And then Sierra Uh was sitting on the other side of us and back. And she's been on the podcast, too. And she's from Washington, D.C. And amazing. You know, there's no such thing as coincidence. I went to an Andrea Bocelli concert and I met a friend, Janie, there whose daughter Piper is now a Friend of mine, too, on social media, and she has an art studio down in Oklahoma City. They had driven from Oklahoma City to, well, I think that area to Kansas City to go to the Andrea Bocelli concert, and we just were waiting for the concert to start and started talking. And I'm, it's not like I actively go into these places now and think, oh, I'm going to sit next to someone who will be on the podcast. <laughs> you know? But every single time, the Lord, there's no coincidence. He, or the person in the, in the elevator that I met, Mary, Darty. I met her in an elevator. She w- we were coming down from the set twenty second floor. We had time to talk down, and, and so by the time we got off the elevator, we're exchanging information. I guess that is to say, people are going, "Man, she's just a really talkative person." Well, maybe I am, <laughs> but I also think it's Holy Spirit. He's amazing.
1: All uh, right.
0: Okay, right. well listen, enough <laughs> of all of that. Um tell us about your story, your testimony, how you came to know the Lord. I know you're you have like this radical shift that's happened in your life.
1: Yes. Um and I feel like it's you know, I've always kind of known about God, you know, because mom and dad, you know, we've always had our prayers, we always did our blessings, yada yada, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um mom is, you know, is born and raised Methodist. Dad was kind of born and raised Catholic. So they always kind of joke that we were, my brother and I were Methodics. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we've always been, you know, church on Sunday, yada, yada, mass on Friday, all the things, you know. Um, so I was born, I was uh, baptized Methodist, but then my other sacraments, Catholic. So then I went to private Catholic school, kindergarten through 12th grade, you know. Uh. So I guess you could say more or less forced religion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I understand.
1: So you cool, felt
0: like I'm, it was your, your parents' religion. And so you were just obligated to follow. I seat. had to go, I
1: had to go along yeah. to do the role, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I have to say, you know, I can't point fingers or be upset because I'm grateful for those experiences and for having that, yeah. uh, I guess you kind of say false doctrine or other knowledge, you know, but still having that awareness of the Lord, you know? Um, and it wasn't until after that, um, it was more recently, dad kind of came to a, I guess they've almost like a uh, non denominational, the I guess I could call her a pastor, but she's more evangelist. Um, where he goes in Virginia, and dad's like, You know, I've been going to this church for about 15 years now. He's obviously left the Catholic Church, and um, it's like, Sarah, this is this place is pretty incredible, you know, they speak in tongues, it's very spirit led, you know. Um, first time I walked in there, gosh, I was probably. Yeah, maybe like 12, over a decade and a half ago or so. Uh walk in there and dad's like, just be prepared for whatever happens. You know, I'm like, all right, okay, whatever, <laughs> deal. Okay, whatever that means. Um, I walk in and I start immediately bawling. And I'm like, mm. dad, I'm happy. What is going on? Yeah, that happens that was to me my first experience yeah. with, with the Holy Spirit. He said, the Lord's here. The Spirit is here. You know, it's all good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: and it's just incredible. And I have witnessed so many miracles there. So anyways, I kept having this craving to go back. I'm like, out of all of this stuff that I've learned, you know, and obviously through the whole yoga thing, you know, I've studied different religions, Hinduism, Buddhism, mm-hmm. all this stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh,
1: it's, you know, wow, God, you're so awesome. You know, mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen so much just supernatural stuff happen out of this place, you know, as I have in my whole, I guess, history of other religions and ca- all the stuff. Um, so there's hep- kept being like a spark that kept igniting. Like, I want to keep going back. I kept like craving to go back to this place. And I've never been one to be like, oh, woohoo, let's go to church, you know? Like, here it is. It's Sunday. We got to go to church again. Pour out of that routine. Mm-hmm. Um, so while I, you know was at the beach, you know, I haven't really found something like that. And so now I'm almost like I'm picky where I'm like, I got to be fed. I can't live on stale salt teens any longer. Yes. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and then obviously when the pandemic hit, you know, I'm like, okay, everything shut down. So I'm like, okay, well that kind of forced me to go online, but I started getting more into all the praise and worship stuff. Um, So it's been a whole new journey with my faith And let me just interject and back
0: up just a little bit. So I really think what you said is super cool because that happened to me too. I took a world religions class (laughs) in college. I learned about every single religion and then I did teach worldviews for high school and we covered every single religion I could get my hands on it. Here's the thing that I think that is so cool about that is when you study every other religion, you are led back. To the true religion, to the true God. And I don't like to use religion because that is such a misnomer. I think that when you're following the one true God, there's that truth and then there's everything else. And everything else is really an attempt, I think, oftentimes to know who he is. So it's important to understand the aspects of all of those different cultures and religions so that you can easily testify and kind of fit in, you know, some of those. Those dry areas or gaps that may be cause misunderstanding in the first place. It's just, yeah, it's right. very right. cool. Right. And
1: kind of like a little miscommunication like people are like oh Sarah Sarah religious and I'm like actually no that's not oh, yeah. no, accurate no, no. I'm not religious yeah. I'm a Christian yeah. I don't like it when people <laughs> say that Jesus. I'm
0: not religious <laughs> no, I have a relative that calls me religious and I'm like I just wish you could see that my the joy of Jesus is what I live by and yes. and I celebrate yes. life and that's what I want for everyone and I also want to clarify Sarah and then I'm gonna let you go sorry Yeah, just no you know as far as all of the other denominations go whether Catholic or Protestant or of any kind, Methodist, Lutheran, whatever. All of those religions are valid too, or all of those denominations are valid too. Absolutely ever, every single one. Right. And that was the other thing that I had some perplexity over for a while. Like, Lord, why have you why yeah. have you tuned me into all of these different denominations. I've had exposure to so many of them. And I heard his voice very clearly say, they are all my children. So I think what we're getting at is that there's a time now that we've arrived upon and it's critical that we come together as the church and put aside petty differences. Uh And well, we have to do this this way or do it, then this is the timing on this other thing or divine order of worship or any (laughs) of all of that stuff, just like throw it out the window, like Jesus threw out everything when he came in too, you know, I, I think we're in a place where we need to come together and we need to embrace what the Holy Spirit is doing. And that means there are going to be miracles, signs and wonders, and they're going to look different than what you've Mm. been exposed to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. Which is so exciting. And I think that was it. I know, (laughs) right. You know, and so I think too, so obviously, um, You know, going up through high school, I was never I mean, I had friends. I was, you know, um, but I always, you know, had was it low self-esteem, you know, anxiety, all the things, you know, where all that crept in. I'm not quite sure. But even through high school. So I started smoking weed when I was, what, 12 years old, started selling it when I was high school Mm -hmm. age, you know, Um, and I kept and I think what it was. Obviously, I knew God, you know, but I never had that relationship. I never knew more about, you know, say your prayers, yada, yada here it mm-hmm. is. Um, but I kept looking for a higher source, a higher, whatever, yeah. a higher, you yeah, know, I'm oh, 100%. So I'm like, I was okay, there. Well, cool. Yeah. Obviously, if, you know, there's something out there, I think I have to do all these, you know, so obviously, we let into, you know, drinking, cigarettes, drugs, all the things, you know, because I kept looking for all mm-hmm. the stuff I kept looking for, where is that, you know, I'm like, Okay, cool. If I've got to get to God, maybe I've got to go, lose my marbles you know to get to that higher thing oh you mean smoke the peace pipe
0: and sit in a wigwam or something (laughs) no and i don't mean that facetiously but right yeah there are a lot of cultures that believe that in order to get to that place you need to have some hallucinogen to get there yeah
1: exactly Mm -hmm. right right realizing now hello that's all demonic Mm -hmm. that's all (laughs) from the enemy yeah (laughs) not funny but i mean yeah seriously um and, and so it was interesting you know so I'm thinking obviously all of my uh however I would call them my drug friends or whatever that quote-unquote friends um who I would either hang out with buy with play with whatever um you know I'm like, those are the only friends that were that were cool with me you know they were they accepted me who mm. I was no they were either just trying to make a buck or to you know come to kill steal and destroy hello that's still right. the enemy so um golly that was a that was a, a rough, long journey. That was probably about 15 years, you know, and of, you know, grateful to be here. And I think that's still, you know, I'm still a miracle in, in process, mm-hmm. you know, because through all of that, he never took his hand off of me. Yeah, There's a song, I think it's, um, is it Elevation Worship? It's called Before and After. And I was listening to it. I'm like, that's kind of like my theme song right now. I am like, Oh, my gosh. He works in the darkness. Yes, he does. This is my before and after. You know, I never knew he would work in the darkness. Well, if he didn't work in the darkness, I would not be here today, you know? because through all of that, you know, from from gangs, from rape to abortion, to addictions to depression, to all this stuff, I'm still standing. Yes,
0: there. That's awesome,
1: you know? And it's like, wow. and and to be where I am here in this in this beach town, you know, the town struggles. And now I feel, you know, the demonic. I feel the spirits here, you know, mm-hmm. with my faith.
0: <laughs> so wait, you um, you feel the spirit of opposition, I, darkness.
1: Yes. Right. Yes, you're encountering yes, that yes, because now so that you have addiction. discernment,
0: you're aware. Yes. Yeah, for sure.
1: And there's so much, you know, since I've been here in the past 15 years, you know, I've witnessed so many, gosh, it's probably been about 20 of my buddies oh, pass away. That's terrible. And that's all between the ages of. Twenty to forty, So and it's young. all either overdose, depression, mental disorders, suicides, um, and I'm like, man, God, <laughs> we need you here more mm. than ever. You know, there's a lot more than just partying. There's a lot more, and I think that all these people here, they're either stuck in those mm. ruts. You know, they've been where I was, or they're they're in this spot where I was. You know, and I feel like God kept me here for this purpose. You know, some of them have seen my testimony, but not a lot of them have have heard all about it. You know, um, and I believe that I've got to be here to be the voice to bring that light. You know, they're always like, Sarah, you're always smiling. This is almost too like it's almost weird that you smile too much. Well, God gave me this <laughs> smile. I'm supposed to be smiling. Enjoy. You know, it's like yeah, it's the summertime when I work those 120 hour work weeks, I'll tell you dude, I'm tired. (laughs) But I still, it's the Lord who gives me my strength, you know. So it's like, he's the one that keeps me going. (laughs) It's almost Mm -hmm. supernatural to be running on that, like, you know, fumes, you know, he gives me all the strength and all the joy and all the peace through all the chaos. Yes.
0: Well, and I, you know, we talked about this earlier, I can relate to that right now. I feel like I'm making I'm working those 120 hour work weeks. <laughs> and I am exhausted, but I know it's a season and you know I'm yeah. sitting here literally smiling, but I have tears in my eyes because I think of that beach community and I understand what that looks like and having had friends that were in a beach community in California, in San Diego, and how there are portions of it that are absolute strongholds for the enemy. And there are places of addiction and literally just living your life on the beach all of the time and finding the next high. And I just, I am marveling at the Lord's ability to light you on fire. And just, I know our listeners are hearing that in your voice, the passion you have for him and you are contagious and you are exuberant you're this light that uh, would attract like moth to flame now tell me how did you what was your catalyst i mean i know you were raised in faith and then all of a sudden something happened that switched i mean were you all you were already in the beach community you were already a part of what fit health and fitness before yeah. you found this rejuvenated faith
1: yeah yeah um absolutely um You know, I think too, I don't know if I went to another conference at, you know, my dad's church or, um, something, you know, there was definitely a switch and I'm like, you know what, Lord, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm done. I can't keep doing this, you know, two-sided ping pong game, Mm -hmm. you know, still trying to smoke and then go serve the Lord. I can't, there's, (laughs) it's all or nothing, Yeah, (laughs) you know? And I said, you know what, Lord, I'm all in. I have, I have, um. You know, tried all other sources. Nothing works. And it keeps bringing me back to you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done running. I'm done hiding. I'm done fighting. I am done entertaining the enemy. Yeah. (laughs) Lord, I'm all yours. I'm all yours, man. I mean, you've proven over and over again, even though you don't have to prove anything, that you're all that I need. You're all that I'm searching for. You've given me all the answers. You've blessed me more than I could ever ask for, you know? And it's, um, Man, yeah. I yeah, just... well, and I love that, so that I phrase,
0: that. you're no longer entertaining the enemy. You know, I yeah. I found him the same way and I and I suspect there are a lot of people that have as well. You you just get to a point where you're just done. And you know that you know yes. that there's there's a god <laughs> out there that is the one true right. god. It's not, you know, multiple gods and you're trying to figure it out and finally I like you. I just walked out to the street. I remember looking up at the sky and going, "Alright, I give who are you? You tell me who you are. <laughs> I will follow you. And that's when it happened for me. It's the same thing. Right. And then you're like, okay, he's right. okay. All right. You're ready for me now. Uh, okay. I'm I'm going to step right. up. I'm going to show you who I am.
1: Like, I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, I've been shot at from 10 feet away. Are you telling oh, me that I'm gosh. still supposed to be alive after that? You know, I've been held at gunpoint. Are you kidding me? Why didn't they pull the trigger? I've been overdosed so many times. I've been, I mean, all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm still standing. Are you kidding me? Like that's <laughs> You need to get
0: out. And I think I told you this at the conference. Wow, you need crazy. to get with Elizabeth Bristol. She's the author of Marry Me, and I've had her on the podcast. She has oh, quite yeah. a history as well. And I'm actually thinking yeah. of Mary Doherty. She was in a gang, and she was on the podcast too. Right. So these are these are women you yeah. need to connect with, but I I've had a lot of the, I've had yeah. a lot of things happen to me too in the past. And I think your yeah. statement Just like, wow, it just hit me entertaining the enemy. You were done with that. So tell me, let's back up just a little bit. Like what happened with being shot at?
1: Uh, Again, it was all over drugs, you know, so obviously I was hanging out with all these gang members and, um, you know, they, and the thing, um, it's all over, you know, drugs, sex and Mm -hmm. money, you know? And I guess kind of side note, but all of these gangs, I was friends with different, Watch, I can't even really say friends, but quote unquote, whatever. I hung out with these different, different gang members. And again, this is like now looking back, I'm like, dude, that's God, you were there the whole time. You had your hands on me because here I'm here with all of these other different gang members. They were all killing each other again for sex, drugs and money. How come they didn't kill me? Because I'm associated with all these different Mm -hmm. members. How did I, was I still that light during all that darkness? You know, it's like this is Were I you
0: mean, when after you were shot at and nearly killed. Did is it was it at that point that you said, I better figure out where I'm going after this?
1: Uh, no, actually, no. <laughs> I'm like, wow, cool. Okay, I made yeah. it through. That didn't even wreck it. Now that you said that, I'm like, I never even really, um that never really even thought about that. You know, it was actually I don't remember what year it was. It was near Christmas time. My birthday is two days after Christmas. And it was like that week of Christmas, I had gotten four or five charges (laughs) arrested. And I still lived at home with my parents. So I was I wasn't even 21 yet. And um, I remember sitting in a parking lot getting high. And I'm like, Dude, you've got a whole life ahead of you. Is this the route that you want to be taking? You know, is this really, you know, and I was at a house, I was at this, you know, and one of, again, one of my acquaintances, um, who I met in my short college career, um, he ended up, you know, I met him obviously through weed. He had his book bag, no school books in his book bag, but he had a full bag wow. of weed. And, uh, so we ended up hanging out. I'm like, all right, cool. We can be friends. You smoke, I smoke. Cool. You know, um, he said, whatever you do, don't hang out with any of my friends unless I'm with you. But I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. Well, obviously, I wanted to get a quick fix. So I called one of his people that he was friends with that he met in prison. Oh, no. Just <laughs> he like, hello, all red flags. So I don't know these people. So I just said, hey, can I come over and pick up whatever I got to get? So, of course, you know, the whole time, like with all these gangs, I'm the only white girl. Not that race matters, but to give you an idea. Right. <laughs> This is pre-dreadlocks, all the things, you know, I'm a super, you know, little Catholic Which girl. I should
0: clarify, Sarah has dreadlocks now. She's adorable.
1: Long ones. Long blonde dreadlocks in tan skin.
0: Now, you see why, when I saw her the first time, I thought, oh, she's probably from Florida.
1: <laughs> right, right. So, uh, I'm at this little house, and all of a sudden... We're in the garage. We're smoking. And again, I'm not even 21. I remember that because I had a Miller High Life between my leg, a blunt in one hand, a Newport 100 in the other hand, all the things, you know. People are knocking on the, banging on the garage door, coming to find out it's the feds. (laughs) Come in, SWAT team, locked and loaded. I said, oh, snap, this is like what you see in the movies, you know. And I'm more concerned about the beer because I'm not 21. But they're more concerned about all the other stuff that they're about to expose in this building. They brought a whole van, took everybody downtown. The lady cop pulled me aside and said, you've got two options. We can put you in the truck, too, and we'll take you downtown. Or you better never step foot in this place ever again and take your charges and you go. I said, OK, I'll take the ladder. Right. I'll what go uh, what an of offer. Here. I'll go, you know, because I'm like, you know what? A part of me is like, Dag on, maybe I should have just gone to jail. and That would have, mm-hmm. you know, but I looked at home with my parents, you know, and it, Praise God for my super awesome, kind parents because huh, the stuff that I put them through, mm-hmm. I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, and they're
0: such sweet people, John and Mary. I had the pleasure of meeting, and it was so fun <laughs> to see the three of you in front of us worshiping. It was it was awesome. Oh, what, what great parents super you have! Cool
1: because dudes they're so kind because i mean mom they're both working at the time and could you imagine you know this young just teenager (laughs) off the being tormented by the enemy you know they didn't sleep for days you know wondering when i would come home because i'd go out party and go on these high vendors you know and i wouldn't sleep for days so i wouldn't come home because i'm so whacked out of my Mm -hmm. mind um anyways i come home i'm like well i can't go to jail because i still live at home so they're gonna wonder again where i am so mom and dad would check you know often on the Pull up on the whatever on the website to see, you know, if I wouldn't come home, is she arrested? Is she alive? Is Aww. she, you know, she would check the reports. They would check. So I came home, you know, that night, you know, with my stuff. And a couple of days later, my dad pulls up. He's like, What's all this? I guess he found my records on the, on the, whatever, on the, mm. on the website. And I said, Oh, yeah, you know, I got these charges. You know, like, not a big deal. You know, I wasn't even faced by it. I was such a rebellious, you know, but they still, they never yeah. gave up on me. You know, they never, and again, it has to be by the, by the grace of God, you know, but it was, man, what a, and I prayed for many years, like just that I didn't want anything to happen to my parents, you know, because I'm like, they didn't deserve any of this junk that I tormented myself with. And I already tormented them because of my negligence. So, um, it was, um, Man, and I remember, too, And I, I prayed for years. I said, Lord, please just delete all these files, you know. So a lot of it, I don't even really have any recollection. I don't really remember, mm-hmm. you know. Even here, you know, people will bring up stories of the past. and Like, Sarah, do you remember this night? Blah, 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 blah. And a lot of it, it, it'll sound familiar, but a lot of it, I don't even have any recollection of, mm-hmm. you know. And praise God, because I don't want to remember any of that stuff, you know. I mean, a lot of it is going to help for testimony and explain from where I've been and where I came from, you know. but golly,
0: I just, you know, yeah, but some of it, you know, you need to leave it it it. behind. I understand that that's kind of a fine line. You don't want to live in the past, but there is a portion of it that is very important to share with others as testimony to encourage them in their walk. So this is where where I came from and this is where I am now. And I can certainly understand your exuberance now, the freedom that you feel in Jesus and the vindication that your parents must feel yeah. in having interceded in prayer for you all of those years. I, I understand what that's like to some extent. My brother right. was involved in drugs for 35 years and um, yeah. he's never married or had kids and he's in his fifties now and he loves Jesus. But I will say that, and he's been clean <laughs> for like six years, six or seven and Thank praise God. God, but only God. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, can you imagine for 35 yeah. years, I get choked up every time I think about it for 30 five years, we were praying for him. And, you know, it seemed so hopeless. You know, it was day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, and then it happened. And so, yeah, you you just don't want to ever stop for those who are hearing this and have and everybody knows somebody that's involved in drugs or has, you know, is in some sort of perilous position, they put themselves in.
1: Yeah, Just don't give up.
0: Don't give up. And so,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm just,
0: I'm so, oh, it was an honor to sit behind you guys, you know, honestly, and to see the three of you worshiping together and what that must feel like for your parents.
1: I mean, what a huge, I mean, golly, you know, for them and for us, you know, it's definitely been, yeah, I'm definitely a 10 mom will be and mom will get the one choked up if you ask her about it. She just so, and so I'm like, all right, mom, stop jibber jabbering about me, you know, but she's, and I have to let it go because she's so excited to see the light (laughs) she's excited to see that i came out from all that darkness she you know after all the years of her and dad praying you know even when their faith was still just baby faith you know they've definitely grown so much too with me through this Mm -hmm. whole journey you know yeah um but knowing they're not the only parents and i'm not the only one who have gone through and dealt with all of this stuff you know but i feel like now more than ever the enemy's really out here trying to attack, you know, and I think now is an awesome time or more than ever to share my heart, yeah. to share what I've been through, because, hey, there is hope there is, you know?
0: Yeah. I and think no matter where you are, yeah. you know, you need you need stories like Sarah's because
1: yeah.
0: I think a lot of people think I don't need I don't need Jesus. I, I have everything yeah. I need. And, and, you know, I was one of those for a right. while. Like you, I was living in a delusional sure, state same. where, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, there's some bumps along the road, but, you know, I was raised to think I can, I can do this. I can cover it all. I can overcome, you know, you hear, especially in our world today, just do it. You can achieve, you know, as if it's all, <laughs> it's all up to us. And we believe that. And we become our own idols and we think, okay, well, we make mistakes, but the things that happen to us, we can either overcome or they're really not our fault. And so, so big, what big deal. Those people that follow Jesus, well, they just need to crush their crutch. They're different than me. But we all reach a point when, when we have separated ourselves from him, it's, it's the law of thermodynamics, my friends, (laughs) entropy happens. And at some point you're going to reach the end of it and think, yeah, this is no good. I really need some help here and so that's it's are so encouraging right? to hear that no matter where you are on that journey there's freedom yeah there's deliverance
1: absolutely yeah so good yeah and it's interesting too because i mean for years i was i i lived like this double life more or less you know i'd have that smiley face during the day and then this demonic junk at night you know day in, again like a little ping pong for for many years you know and After I kind of was trying to get out of all of that, if anybody ever asked me about that other side, I would get so angry. I would get so mean. I would shut down, you know, like, who are you to ask me? Who are you like? um, But I definitely deep down now know that I am free from all of that because I'm able to speak Mm -hmm. it with love and with kindness and from a from a genuine heart, you know? Yeah,
0: well, and you're yeah, you're the real deal. (laughs) And there's nothing that you can do for Christ without humility and transparency. I'll just say that. So, you know, sometimes you see people that I truly believe have a heart for Christ and they're truly wanting to do what they can for him. But somewhere along the line, they get sidetracked and their own ego takes over and then they're on autopilot. And you really, you really can't do what you need to for the kingdom, nor can you achieve your divine purpose, that sacred purpose you were wired to achieve without first reaching the end of yourself. (laughs)
1: Right. You know, and that's, that's interesting too, because for a while I kept like tiptoeing and I'm like, man, Lord, I want you. But what about the flesh? Oh, I want you. But what about my friends? Oh, yeah. You know, and I'll never forget like dad's the, um, the pastor. She's like, you know, I kept getting prophesied over her and she's like, the Lord sees you standing at the edge of the water and he wants you to jump right in with him. And I'm like, <laughs> That's it. I got I to jump in, stop tiptoeing around all this stuff. It's either all or nothing. Just jump in. What do you have to lose there? You've already lost it all. You know, you already try to try it all. You know, you're trying to kill yourself. You try to do overdose, you know, all this stuff. Come on now. Just try this one. You're so bold and, you know, go ahead and try it. See what happens. I dare you, you know? So you and, tried to kill yourself
0: too. We didn't talk about that. so,
1: I Just to recap, you've had all
0: this crap happen to you, right? (laughs) You've been raped. You've made bad choices. You've gotten in with gangs. You've gotten in with drugs. You've almost been killed. And then you decide (laughs) at, at some point to take your own life. Why was that?
1: Yes. Yeah, because I'm like, you know what? And I so I thought too, I'm like, you know what, if this is all that I've got, and I can't, you know, I'm not good enough, I'm never enough. Blah, blah 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 blah, all this negative self-talk from the enemy just playing these mind games with me. you know, so I would try to mix all these different chemicals, all these different drugs to, and which could, you know, it could probably kill a whole town, you know? And there were days where I would try to get so, so high. I'm like, you know what? This is it. Here's my letters to mom and dad. Here this is. Boom. It never worked. Mm. He
0: had better <laughs> plans oh, for you, you Sarah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's funny now, but obviously, like, look at that. Dude, Sarah, that is wild. That is absurd. Yeah. The amount of things, you know?
0: Well, I just see, <laughs> you know, I just, I knew in the spirit when I met you the Lord had incredible plans for you. I knew it. I mean, I knew yes. it. I felt it. Either yeah, thought,
1: I'm just getting, started. yeah, you I'm are getting more fired. Up. Well, and you have, you
0: have soul shine yoga studio and you have this, this, uh, you have all the things like the juice, which takes me back to when I used to live in San Diego. I would always go and get juice after my workouts and wheatgrass shots. Is yes. that still a thing? Do people oh, still yeah, do girl. that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in Kansas city, we don't see a lot <laughs> of that stuff. I'm honest. Here. You know, there's a lot of barbecue <laughs> there. There aren't too many juice places here. Um, You know, they're coming along, but even those that we have, uh, there's one in particular I can think of that I was kind of excited about. And then I started my daughter, Emily, and I, well, you know, Emily, um, we started asking about the ingredients. Well, Uh the ingredients were not good. You know, like, oh, in your peanut butter Uh smoothie, what kind of peanut butter do you use? Uh, I don't know. Right. Okay. Would you mind? If, you know, you feel like the jerk for asking. Well, well, you know, because I want to know if there's no, seed oils and all the other junk in there. I want to know if there's sugars and right. um and so right. smoothie places are not necessarily healthy for you. So you have to be yeah. very discerning.
1: <laughs> it, it, mm-hmm. Seriously. Well, and, and uh, you say that too. So obviously, I call. You know, I'll get um produce deliveries. You know, here. Um, cause I get. I mean, huge. You know, fifty pound bags of carrots. I mean, just amounts, large amounts. Um, so I called this one distributor, um, a couple hours from here and their company. And I try to go as obviously as fresh as local. I try to go as organic as mm-hmm. I possibly can. But then again, we know organic is a whole yeah. <laughs> umbrella right there. It's a whole yeah. other thing. So I call this company because their name is called organic produce.
0: <laughs> Don't tell me they weren't. <laughs> call, me,
1: call me crazy. <laughs> but my first question I asked, I said, is your produce organic? And they said, no.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, this reminds me of when I was doing soap. Okay, so I live on a farm. So years ago, I was making goats, and we were making cheeses and enjoying raw milk. And it was amazing. And so my husband had this grand idea, we were going to make soap to benefit widows and orphans, specifically in Haiti, because we were involved in Haiti. So anyway, long story short, I'm looking around for I want a completely organic soap. I'm, and I want I want my essential oils to be a hundred percent real, so I call this company right, yeah. and i and I heard the same thing you heard. Well, are your oils all natural? <laughs> well, yeah, they're all natural because a certain percentage you can get away with putting synthetic in there, <laughs> right? right, which is why you can have all of the uh-huh. scents because i 'm like, why do these things smell like coconut when my real coconut stuff doesn 't well that 's because right. you know if you i'll tell you right now, my friends, if something says it's all natural and it smells really great. Mm, probably and it's been sitting on a shelf probably yeah there's some exactly. synthetic material in there but what killed me exactly. is that they could get away with saying it they could call it good right. when it really wasn't and uh-huh. isn't that just indicative of the society we live in <laughs> everything that's evil is good uh,
1: right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. oh
0: man so i know that was off on the weeds i told you we'd go into the weeds um it's okay i know but i oh, love that you're doing this so you're worth and and your business is growing. After that conference, we talked about something supernatural happen, happening there. And you come back from the conference, and you're thinking you're going to get a little respite. But no, your <laughs> business is expanding. So, right?
1: Oh, my gosh, you know, and then again, like, and I think I mentioned it the other day, too. It's like, okay. Um, you know, so with the whole yoga stuff with all the juice stuff, you know, and I've got this It's a commercial machine. I mean, it's definitely a a pretty penny, you know. Um, So I'm like, okay, it's going to be wintertime, whatever. Do I downsize? Do I sell this? Whatever. And I'm like, Lord, what do I do? You know, it's going to be the off season. What do I do? Do I make just sell it and just make some extra cash this winter? Whatever. (laughs) <laughs> well, within like two days, I had already had over 300 plus pre-orders <laughs> on juice. And I said, okay.
0: <laughs> I guess not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lord. <laughs> I got it. So again, I guess there's going to be um, no rest for October. And I mean, literally, what was that? Last Monday. Golly, man. I mean, I I juiced from like 5 a.m. until 3.30 in the afternoon. Went went to the restaurant and worked 4 p.m. till 10 p.m. Then came back home and did the paperwork and the bottling and the labeling till about midnight. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) this is a wrap. I need rest. Yeah. But I'm like, this is crazy. When are you teaching your
0: yoga classes, though? Don't you do like three a day?
1: (laughs) I I, um I do, but mainly I'm I have a couple of classes now, but mainly all of my employees were at the shop at the studio. And I'm more or less booked with the private clients, uh, so I will okay. go to people's offices or their businesses, um, or their are their homes. Um, so I only do those probably a few days a week. But summertime, yes, usually I am teaching um, multiple classes in the mm. mornings. So ideally, I would teach all morning and then I'd go into the restaurant like at twelve, and then I work there all. Okay. Well, what's close. the
0: restaurant? Is that your restaurant?
1: That's no, just a restaurant no, no, you no. work at, Uncle.
0: Okay, yes, I gotcha.
1: Yes. And again, side note, when you said Haiti, so we have dollar bills all over the ceiling. And we donate to an orphanage out in Haiti called the Help and Haitian Aww, Angels, which is super yeah. cool that the owner matches dollar for that's dollar. That's awesome. And I'm like, that's,
0: that's Yeah, awesome. that is so yeah, cool. Right? cool. Yeah, we've been able to be a part of those yeah. those things. My husband has been to Haiti A number of times with various groups, we have a group called the Global Orphan Project here in Kansas City. Yeah, so that's the one that that we're affiliated with. And for a long while, I was just raising kids and I just desperately wanted to go and I couldn't, you know, I had to stay here on the farm and milk those goats. But and I miss it. Believe me, I miss the milk. I miss the cheese a whole lot, especially during the summer. But I do not miss the work. I I just had to I finally had run aground, you know, I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's fun. But it was a lot, a lot of, work, of work. You know, and people are like, oh, you know, same thing. Well, same but different. Like people are like, oh, it's just yoga. And I'm like, yes, but it's still a business. Oh, and yoga's hard. You know, I still have employees. I still <laughs> yeah. have overhead. It's still, you know, hello. <laughs> <Excuse me. laughs> Thank you for making it, you know, I'm glad that I make it seem like it looks really easy and fun, but <laughs>
0: <coughs> yeah. Sorry, Sarah.
1: You're okay. Yeah,
0: you do make it seem like I it's really fun. fun. And that's the beauty of it because that's what you're doing in the Lord is, you know, that you are, you're still, you're still who you are to be called to be, you know, that light yeah, and you don't want to hide that light. And there are times where I feel like my own pilot light's pretty low, but then I remember the importance of showing that light and I am not... I'm all about reality and transparency and all of that. And I can have a still, I can be down about something and still find joy. There's a difference. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes, And it's important, I think, that yes. we show that to people. And I can still be exhausted beyond measure. <laughs> and still yeah. show people what it's like to follow Jesus, yes. because it's so fun and exciting. And there is so much joy. And oh, my goodness. Well, you're yes. that way. And I just I loved uh, some of your pictures, even just that you sent me in the yoga studio. And it's so colorful there. And I thought, Oh, my gosh, color, this is great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Right. And it's so funny that you said that because I didn't even think of oh, that. Oh, my goodness, so, I did. I note about the whole the whole mural. So the girl actually lives here on the beach now, but I actually met her at my dad's church. Oh. <laughs> so kind of cool. So, she and I told her, I was like, you know, I want this really peaceful little beachy scene, some little seagrass, little, you know, very low key. <laughs>
0: It's not low key. And I'm I'm looking at the picture I put on our graphic. You can't even see it in the graphic so well. I wish I could post other pictures. Okay. Well, I I I did yeah, no like worries. a yeah, there's some color behind you, but the color is amazing. <laughs> Let me just put it that way.
1: So and she freestyled the whole thing. I'm like, just make it, you know. And at first I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so bold. And then I was thinking of sending the pictures to you, and I'm like, oh my gosh, everybody has like these really cute headshots. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, well,
0: here is I want to see if I can get this one on. So I've already created the graphic for today's show. And what I did is I did create a headshot right. from it. But yeah, no, oh, cool. it's okay, super cool. fun yeah. to see. I agree. All of the color behind <laughs> sure. you. And I know God is smiling over that. He's he's all about color.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> wow, and she free did that. That's amazing. Yes. Uh, you guys will have to see it. Right? Yeah. Well, super you know, cool. Sarah, uh, I always talk about miracles on this show and you know the miracle is you know that we get up in the morning and we breathe and that we have the joy we do despite our circumstances and all all of all of yeah. what we've just shared plus you know i again i keep getting back to how do you look at someone and say hey i'll bet you're from north carolina <laughs> when you're i guess technically we were in iowa at the convention center at that point that's the holy spirit right. so what else Hello, can you yeah. testify to? Have you had any other miracle stories you want to share, or, or I'm putting you on the spot because we really haven't planned any of this out. Anyways, <laughs> I don't share at the beginning. I'm really a free spirit. We'll just see what happens. Right,
1: um, right.
0: Yeah. So, anything else you want to share? Let's put it that way. Man, I'm
1: trying. I don't know. I mean, I just feel like I'm I'm a so a walking, living miracle, all known all in yeah. itself, you know, Yeah, <laughs> and obviously. still being fine-tuned each and every day. Um,
0: yeah. Well, and I think what you said, yes. yeah, there's so many things. You you said you're a miracle in the process, and aren't we all? That's how we're supposed yeah. to be, and I love that old term, sanctification, which means that every single day you should be experiencing more and more of Christ so that you become more and more like Him with every passing day. Yes. It's a process. Yeah. And that process is miraculous. It really is.
1: It is. Yeah. And sorry to go sorry to go back to earlier, you know, when I was really having that tiptoe and I was really afraid to to jump in full swing because about, you know, dying to the flesh, you know, and what about my friends? What about what is this life gonna mm-hmm. look like? Again, I'm so overthinking it, getting in the mind, getting wrapped up about it's all about me. Um, you know, after diving in, you know. God's so cool because he's he's the way maker. He's the miracle worker, promise keeper, you know, the light in the darkness. He He's made all these people come into my life, you know. I haven't been bored. I haven't been sad. I haven't been, you know, yeah, I'm still human. Yes, I still have emotions. But I was so afraid of all this stuff that I was going to have to let go mm-hmm. of. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's already blessed me with more than all the things, you know. The people that I interact with, the people that I meet in the from the studio to the juice to the to the restaurant, you know, it's been so impressive. It's been so, you know, and even like the customers that I meet or talk to that I wait on, I'm like, I have never mentioned the word Jesus as I have in the past. Since I've been back from the conference, like, they're like, oh, we're here from Indiana. And I'm like, oh, Indiana. I just, traveled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just went through there. I'm like, okay, let them open the door and I'm running right through it.
0: So. Yeah. I love that. And I, I love that every <laughs> single place that you go, I don't care if it's a conference or you know, some concert or the grocery store, you meet people that feel the way that you do, because that's what the Holy Spirit is doing. There's a movement now he's stirring things up, he's uniting people, he's, he's showing his glory. And I think we really are entering into a kingdom age. And there are those that are maybe living outside of that, not understand that. But I think for those of us that are really close to that or in the fold, we're getting it, we're seeing it, we're feeling it, despite all of the junk that's happened. That's all exposure. But what's really happening is there is a we're in a kingdom moment as the kingdom of heaven is coming down to earth and we're not going to let this thing go there have been a lot of revivals over time but this revival my prayer is it continues (laughs) on until the second coming of christ so that when he returns he gets to encounter a church that is ready for him that is on fire that is his spotless bride and of course nothing's ever going to be perfect i know that's really weird to say spotless bride but When you have faith in him and what he can accomplish, it changes everything. And, you you know, understanding we're forgiven of our transgressions, our sins, all of the things we do that aren't in alignment with him, um, we can still move forward, you know, and I feel like the planet can be better every single day for it as we move into this new place. And it's, it's an exciting time to be alive. I think it's an honor to be alive right now. And I'm thrilled. I want to be a part of everything. And I, and I think as part of that, I'm not going to back down in terms of speaking truth. So, you know, when I, when I think about the way that my own life has changed, have I lost friends because people want to throw a label on me and call me religious? Yeah, I have. And yet yeah, I'm sure. so sorry you don't know the joy that I experience and if you think yes. it's weird to talk about it let me tell you it would be weird not to talk about it not to talk You know what I mean it's <laughs> like if you won the lottery yes. would you take you know, a couple million bucks and go out and bury it under a tree somewhere and think this is really cool to have. No, you would go out and you would probably <laughs> share that with people, right? Hello? You would buy things, yeah. you would treat yourself. Yeah. I feel like I'm treating myself every single day when I'm talking about Jesus. You know, and I'm sorry if people don't get it, you know, if they want to say, well, that's religion and it's just oh so, oh you know, restrictive. Oh nope. I have never been more of a free spirit. I have never been more happy. Yeah. I'm just alive.
1: Well, and even just bring it back around, you know. I have never been so high. Yes, online. that's it. Yeah, that's, it's so yeah. fun. <laughs> Out of all the highs, all the drugs, no drugs, no, <laughs> nothing can compare nothing. to the nothing. love of Christ. Yeah. It's it blows my mind. I'm like, dude, God, you are so cool. You still amaze me each and every day. Oh my gosh, you know, and I believe too that that we were meant to be in this season right here right now. We could have been born in any time period, the 1800s, 1920s. He wanted us here now because we are warriors, we are fighters, and we are supposed to be here fighting the good. Yes, we
0: are unique in this time period. I do think that's so true. And yes, unless we say, well, that acting courageous was for someone else, (laughs) you know, we, (laughs) we have to act. And I I always think of every time I say that, I think of Harriet Tubman and all the things that she did, um, to, Ah. to rescue slaves, but to put herself, Mm. um, in the line of fire. And, and I think we think, well, that was then this is now, and she needed to do that and all of the things, but I call baloney on that. You were wired to do the same kind of stuff. It may be speaking out against the evil you see in government. And you know what? That may bring the cockroaches out. Oh, well, so sad, too bad. Because you know what? (laughs) We serve the one true God. And if we are going to be concerned about what other people think or that there's going to be repercussions for us, then we're not trusting his power. (laughs) You know, we've reduced him. And so I know that that comes further down. The path for some the first step is really just trusting that he is who he says he is, and he has a good plan for us. And we do need him and convincing some people that there is more freedom in that is not our work to do. Yeah. It's the Holy Spirit's and right. and he can do it like yeah. he's done for you and I. Cause I, I just think like, sure. I remember when I first moved to Kansas city and I met someone and I didn't have the faith I do now. And someone I met right. uh, at school and when I was dropping my kids off and I was new to the neighborhood and one of the parents said, hi, my name is so-and-so. Do you have a church? And I thought, "Ew, that's creepy. Why would you ask me that? <laughs> Seriously, I was so put off by that. I thought, "Oh, ew!" Like you know, I want you to love me. I want you to know me for me. I, I don't right. want you to be you know worried about my salvation because thank you very much, I can handle that. But I do. I, I think you know the approach is everything, right? So uh, maybe that was a little much. But yeah. and maybe some people think I'm a little much. I don't ever do you know. I'm not like that. But I will say, Whatever, I you know? I'm on fire, <laughs> and I can't help it. Hello. Yes. Yeah, and I know you are too. This is yeah. such a good time. Yeah.
1: I'm just so stoked for, to keep, you know, right now, again, I feel like I'm just like my little newborn Christian, you know, but this is, if I'm just getting started.
0: Oh, what oh, are you going to accomplish? Watch
1: yeah, you're <laughs> going to pull the stars down. It's going to be awesome.
0: Well, and, and I, I will say I, I'm a new Christian. Actually, I'm not. I've been, I think I've been on fire for about 23 <laughs> years, but You know, a lot of times people that come into the faith, they're all on fire at first and then they fizzle because they're not built on the foundation that they need to be built on. So I'm going to tell you, if anything is stale, if anything is rote, if anything is unexciting, that's not who our God is. You know, we're excited because he was excited first. We create because he created first. We have joy. We laugh all of the things because he had those things in mind for us first. So Mm. and he experienced first, he laughed because we laugh because he laughed. You know, so yeah. I would just encourage right. you to to get out of your comfort zone <laughs> and and mm-hmm. to feel things differently and to look at things differently. No matter how scary yes, it is, yes. No matter how <laughs> and uh and be of good cheer because, you know, Jesus said in John sixteen thirty three, He said, "Be of good cheer, you know, you're gonna have trouble, yeah. but you know, hello, cheer yeah. up because I've overcome it, <laughs> and with me, you will too." So. Yeah, yes. it is such a pleasure to know you, Sarah, you are so encouraging. And I just know that you are a beacon of light. I think it's no mistake that God put you across from that lighthouse on the outer banks. Think about it. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, yeah, it's just, oh yeah, all oh, I, there's so much allegory. Oh, my gosh, you just have to look around. And I just think he's, <laughs> he probably winces. We don't notice it most of the time. But I think when we do, he's probably really? chuckling. Yeah. And he's thinking, yeah, you're absolutely yes. right. That's exactly it. Oh, so I put my cool. light by the lighthouse. And um, uh-huh.
1: I gotta keep the
0: light yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. He's 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 amazing. So I thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to say to our listeners before I let you go today?
1: Oh, no, just go ahead and have a put a big old smile <laughs> on your face and take a big breath of Give God the praise, yes, you know.
0: For sure. I love it. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do today. I'm already, yes. I knew that after I talked to you today, I would even be more happy. And I feel that way. Well, enter- I feel yeah. so energized <laughs> for you.
1: Well, and I always smile, but I feel like my, I've just been, minus getting choked up a couple times, but I'm like, I've got a ear to ear. I'm like, this is, yeah, Yeah. God's awesome. You're awesome. This is. Oh, awesome.
0: ditto. All of that back to you. <laughs>
1: no matter the crazy world we sure. live in. God, well, and I'm going to tell you
0: right now, I'm going to prophesy <laughs> over all of you, you all are going to meet someone today, wherever you are in your place of employment, at the doctor's office, at the grocery store, or department store, you're going to meet someone today that God is going to use to encourage you. So encourage that person back. That's, that's it, you know, you, and you just have to be aware of it. And honestly, if every single day you leave your house, and you expect to operate this way, it'll happen every day. I mean, I I'm not talking about it a whole lot here, but I've taken another full-time job outside of writing, podcasting, and doing the news. This is why I say, you know, I'm a little nuts right now, but it's for a season. But let me tell you what the (laughs) Lord is doing. I I have to be very obedient to Him. He is doing that for me every single day. Every single day, there's someone to speak truth, encourage me, or someone that needs prayer. It's it's a circle. It's a circle of love every single day. (laughs) So enjoy it. (laughs) <laughs> it's awesome so well sarah bransford yes. i'm going to say this right sarah bransford thank you so much yes. for joining us today and i'll have your information yes. up in the show notes and if anyone is ever on the outer banks and near Soulshine yoga studio and it's in i can't remember where is it again
1: corolla, corolla. it's okay did i say
0: corolla oh, I said corolla. <laughs>
1: corolla corolla, corolla. Tomato oh tomato.
0: i said corolla in the beginning that's so funny Toyota it's Corolla, okay. no, it's was, Corolla, just just of course it is, that, like Appalachian, no Appalachian, okay, so I used to call it Appalachian Mountains, and my husband is from the South, he goes, no, it's Appalachian, and I go, oh my gosh, it's not, but of course it is, that's where you're from, okay, I got it, I won't complain, yes. all right. No worries. Well, it's been a pleasure and thank you so much the rest of you for listening in. I hope we encouraged you today and I am so excited to tell you that wherever you find yourself today, you are relevant, you are influential, and you are called to unveil truth for color, to light the world with color and to share your color for crying out loud. I hope you'll continue to join us on Color Speak wherever you find your podcasts and on Grace and Truth Radio World. This is Janet Huxley, J.M. Huxley for Truth Talk on Color Speak, unveiling truth for color.